Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Kennedy, I am dude number three. Welcome into Three Dudes with a View. This is our last show of the week. Um, tomorrow, Jim Ross and Gag will be in for Inside Middle Tennessee for, with their first show of 2023. If any of you want to send us a message, uh, Twitter is our favorite way these days. So it's <laughs> at WKOM WKRM, at WKOM WKRM, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, world. It's a beautiful day this morning. It is beautiful, and it was. Well, Mr. York came by to visit us yesterday, and it that was that was fun. <laughs> so it, do, <laughs> do it more often, Mr. York. The uh, regular, I'm all about fun. Yes, sir. Regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. I was worried about you this morning, Del, because when I woke up, I couldn't see the I couldn't see the square down because the river was so foggy. So I was wondering if you had fog this morning. Uh, no, but there was some kind of. Uh, apparently some kind of big wreck out on highway 50 and i had to come in another way uh i mean i've never seen traffic backed up like that from far as i could see it's a very dangerous road yes it is um it is it is a dangerous road well wakey wakey well, it's especially, time for eggs and bacon. especially when you're heading east on 50 at yeah. this time of the day the sun's rising it's you can't see yeah, you cannot see so oh yeah that's bad yeah and uh yeah uh, Anyway, well, don't go Highway my... 31 North coming back. You're gonna have a problem. They re- repaving the road there, and that traffic's backed up all the way back to, uh, toward the the interchange. Well, it's I... been backed up for at least a month, Jim. That was going on before the Christmas holiday. I mean, they need to get it done. I thought they had finished. That's what I thought Scott said. Yeah, I don't know, but it it was a mess. I tell you what's yeah, a mess. Still working on it. I tell you what's a mess, and I'm not trying well, to say. Have this you way. seen them working on it this week, Mr. York? Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I I had to go to Spring Hill, and I come back. Well, I had to come back through Carter's Creek Pike because it was so jammed up. Okay, well, I'm not sure that's from the paving because that's pretty yeah, normal it was, every it day. Was paving. Oh, it, it may paving. have been the turning lanes, like Coach Mike just yeah. said, because I think that was one thing Scott said that they hadn't finished Done was yeah. the, the paving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This Thanks. was this was down past the Shell Station after you passed the school, south of the school. You know, when I was coming in from Music Row every day, it got to where I was backed up on the Saturn Parkway exit up over 31. I just got a message saying they are still paving the shoulder and the medians. So okay. That's so that's good. Thank okay. you, Corey. Uh, 
just want to this this was put out on Facebook six hours ago. Okay. And I know that look you gave me with Facebook. But, no, but, no, Facebook. But this, Listen, our demographic uses Facebook, so you, we can't do away with that. Congressman yeah, Andy Congressman Andy Ogles put this out six hours ago, so roughly at about two AM. Right. A Hungarian billionaire just threatened me if I didn't right. vote for Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> Guess what happens next? Question mark. Yeah, he's not going to vote. He's for not going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. No, but I did hear a that Hungarian billionaire. Well, sure. Connect the dots for me, uh, Clayton. I, mean, uh, I just somebody uh, in Kevin McCarthy's camp getting irritated. Yeah, but what I did have. Will think he's going to accomplish. Well, I tell you what, they're the accomplishing. Right what extreme. they've accomplished so far this morning is they've gotten it to McCarthy is going to go from five people for a recall of a speaker to one person can bring it up. That is, it looks like he's going to agree to that. He's going to put Freedom Caucus members on certain committees. That they were requesting four, it's down to two, but I think they're going to bite because uh, Rep. Massey will be added technically not a part of the Freedom Caucus. And also, they are forcing him, because they did this with Paul Ryan, we want a term limits bill put on the floor for a vote. And he kept saying, oh, we'll do that. And it never got to the floor. So that's another thing that he, Kevin McCarthy is going to commit to today is a term limits bill to hit the floor. So if they can McCarthy get some good things... so weak, though, now, with all these no, six rounds no, of trying no, to be the speaker no. and moving his stuff into the office before he's actually speaker... He he will be one of the weakest speakers ever in this nation. Well, Is that a bad thing? Well, and that's the thing. And I was reading comments on Andy's post and one lady on there said exactly what Delk said yesterday, which is I hope they keep doing this forever. Yeah. Because they're, you know, this is they're, they're not doing anything, which is a good thing. And I, and I applaud our new congressman for standing firm and uh and and it's a good thing. Well, if they can move the needle on some of this procedure stuff. You know, the one other thing that was a part of this was there needed to be 72 hours for vi- bills to be put on the floor before a vote. And what was funny is even the rules that they had negotiated uh, to be voted on as a part of this upcoming Congress were only presented 48 hours, so it was still failing. But we have to have bills, especially the one as big as this omnibus bill, 4,000 pages, hit the floor early to be reviewed so people know what they're voting on. So at least that's going to be extended to 72 hours instead of 48. You know, it's little things like that. If they get it accomplished, it's worth it. What, Why don't they do like Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania had a majority of Republicans in their House and in, 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 in legislation, and they elected a Democratic speaker. Well, I guess that happens, uh, you know. It's, but it's, it's certainly possible. Um, it's a it's a miserable job. I don't know why anybody wants it because all you do is herd cats. We we aren't seeing any signs so Nancy far. Didn't, Nancy Pelosi didn't have a problem. Nancy Pelosi had to herd cats. She didn't. She didn't have a problem. That's because she, she promised she all her staff a pay raise every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Democrats stick together. We keep talking about it. They do. They stick together. Well, they're not independent-minded thinking people. What? Nah. They're not. <laughs> it's just like that herd of sheep that was following that jogger last week that came out on Facebook. The Democratic Party is overwhelmingly <laughs> not a monolithic party. It is has so many diverse pieces yeah. in it. It's uh-uh. crazy, including yeah. people and demographics. You all are not even standing up to the castration of little boys. Oh, yeah. So I don't want to hear that Wait, everybody is... I'm that, well, including trans donkeys who actually vote. <laughs> absolutely. So, no. There are thoughtful, wise, independent people people, which is why 
of Republicans tend to be entrepreneurs. I mean, well, there's a whole, it's a different DNA. It just is. So. Well, Andy Ogles was not an entrepreneur other than taking money. Now you know where he got his money from when he was broke running for election. Well, it wasn't from a Hungarian he's billionaire. beholden to the factions that he's part of now. That's who funded him. Well, that's the nature of the beast. Uh but I applaud what's going on now, Debbie. Is, is are these concessions going to get McCarthy the votes he I needs? I think you. I think they will. No. Yes. No. I think they will if he concedes on these points that they want. Because again, as these Freedom Caucus people have been talking about, we keep coming up here. We keep promising things to hit the floor to be voted on. We keep having speakers that say they'll do it, and then they don't. It's time to you know show your butt a little bit and get what you need and get it written down so it protects the American people from the swamp fest. Protects the American people? What does that have to do with the the rules in the House protecting the American people? Because they have no organization. The majority of Americans want term limits, Jim. There's no organization now. The majority of Americans want term limits. Okay, then they have been trying to get that on the floor to be voted on. And, of course, the swamp creatures won't let it be voted Uh, on. Well, Mr. York, I don't get it. Why do you want the Republicans to be organized? Well, it should be. We need a two part, at least a two party system in this country to take care of its business. You know, debate is good. Rule is a dictatorship. Debate is good. Debate is good. Debate is good. Debate. This is where the diamond comes from. We need to compromise because that's what's not happening. We need compression. McConnell and Biden compromised along with DeWine up there in Ohio. That's exactly the problem. Celebrating the infrastructure bill that they passed. (laughs) And that's a good thing for the people of that region. And Republicans hate McConnell for it and hate McConnell generally. Uh, But he's bringing revenue. He's bringing work. He's bringing money into that state, well, and also DeWine is doing the same thing. He's also Ohio. sending money to I know you Democrats are thrilled with it. We're not. Right. No, no, no. Well, you're not, you're not thrilled with the repaving of Highway 31? That's part of the money. That's state money, Jim, that. and every tax. That's not state money. It, it, every, I guarantee it's not state money. Every gallon of gas no, you buy, every gallon of gas you buy has a fuel tax. It has a fuel tax specifically to pave your roads. Tennessee is one of the poorest states in the union. They, they, sixty-eight percent, sixty-eight cents. That of every is incorrect. Comes from the federal government. That is incorrect. Tennessee Scott Sapecki is, is somewhere shaking his head. That Tennessee is incorrect. Is the fastest growing state in the union. And we always pay as we go. We have zero debt when it comes to roads, which yeah, is one of the most amazing things. Three hundred thirty thousand people that need health care. Why don't they uh, help people that are in need? 330,000 people don't have health care because we won't expand Medicaid. Do they not have health care, Jim, because they don't have health care? Or they have not made it a priority for them to buy themselves health care? Which is it? Which is it? Debbie, they're not rich like you. They're in poverty. Jim, even when I was poor as a church mouse, I made it a priority to find something, even a catastrophic policy to cover my family. Okay. Biggest debt in Tennessee is health care debt. You can give up your cell phone bill a month and buy some health insurance. All right, all right, folks. I mean, your nails or your hair. We were talking about what's going on in the House, and now we're off into whether Tennessee's going to expand its Medicare program. Um, 
And but yeah, you, that spectacle of McConnell and Biden together is not something that I know of any Republican who celebrates. You hate at all. compromise, Dell? I thought you wanted compromise. You're uh, always challenging me to compromise. Now they got to compromise, and you hate that. The problem is, is, the Democrats never compromise. They just drag well, the Republicans but, to. But Debbie, further that left. was not a compromise. McConnell just caved. He did. I mean, he well, it's far. Mitch McConnell is a part of the Uniparty. There, there was he no compromise the, in it. He just caved. He is a part of the Uniparty. He is just like um, Mikowski, just like uh, Mitt Romney. They're all a part of the go along to get along. And as long as it keeps filling my coffers, I'm okay to do whatever to the American public. You all hate um, compromise, and that's what's made this country. No, what it is that's today. not compromise. Sometimes no, I, we love principles. I'm, I'm all for compromise. Anybody that's compromised is on y'all's hit list. But Otherwise, you want somebody I, radical no, who's no, performing, no, who calls no, people names, no. who jump and shout every, and cuss. Every and compromise. Do like that. Every no. compromise is always where the Republicans give something up. And uh, and get something right, and and move toward the Democrats. Right. I have never seen a compromise in the United States Congress where Democrats actually gave something up. Right. Not no one. No compromise is perfect, Dale. No compromise. Just well, like when you in the law, compromise is where no, both sides no give. No sentence is perfect. No. A compromise is where both sides give something up. I've never seen Democrats do it ever, and McConnell just caved. That's he did. You're, you're never in the know. You're not at the table. I'm not at the table. Nobody's at the table. We don't know what was going oh, on. I can up, read the news. We know they Mr. came Shore. out with a solution to the I problem. know. It was a 4,000-page bill that nobody read, and it ended up funding Jordan's borders and the Ukraine and leaving our yeah. southern border wide open. I'll tell you what it funded. It funded the $28 million that uh, wife of the member of the Ukrainian parliament was carrying around in suitcases yes amen. that's what it funded amen there you go let's take a break now come you, back now you're talking about carrying money in suitcases Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? 
Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. What do you see? The sun is rising most definitely. Oh, Tommy James, the Shondells, folks. A blast from the past. Pretty good one there. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And regular special guest, yes, dude, Debbie Matthews. Good morning. So good to be here. It's a great oh. day, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Sun um, is shining. Charlie. Anybody read that piece by uh, Tucker Carlson about the, the past election? I haven't. I watch most of his things. What's there? Yeah, he, he was talking re- briefly about his hate for liberals so much that it clouded his judgment, and um, they didn't keep the eye on the ball. Do you watch Tucker every night? 
Not every night. Every now and then, I'll read something that 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 they write about him. Who that some who writes who writes about Tucker that Fox. you read? You read Fox's reviews of Tucker. Yeah. Okay. Huffington Post, things like that. Yeah, I know that. The, the article I'm referring to, he says, I actually hate the neoliberal movement, the anti-human movement that's sweeping the West. He said, mm-hmm. I was really, I really felt hatred. The loathing clouded my judgment. He continued, I was like. I dislike these people so much. What they're doing is so wrong. It's helping so few people and hurting so many. It's so immoral in every level that I just wanted to be repudiated. Carlson was done. I wanted that so much, not because I like Republicans. I really dislike them more than I ever have. But I dislike the other side more, he said. The right-wing channel primetime star concluded that he had no freaking idea what goes on in American politics? End of quote. Mm. I would say most Republicans are fed up with the GOP. That's a pretty common theme right now. Yeah, McConnell doing this omnibus uh, spending bill was a blow. It was a real blow, and it's knocked the wind out of the sails of Republicans across the country. Uh, well, it's putting money in people's pockets. Well, it was also Ronna McDaniel's I mean, you know, giving what's money. What's bad about American Ron, jobs? No, Ronna McDaniel giving money. That you know, I saw her budget on how much she spent on alcohol She's or flowers. She's the chair of the Republican yes, Party. Yes, the chair, and and to cut off funding from uh, races that we really needed and wanted, and sending money. I mean, McConnell sent money to Murkowski. That's another problem with McConnell. What a joke! I know, right? So anyway. McCloskey's a Republican, wasn't she? Well, By name only. she didn't. She didn't. She had to run as an independent at once part because she didn't win a primary. But it's that weird election thing that Alaska has, where it's two thirds. It's crazy up there. Ranked voting, something. Yeah. Like ranked that. choice. Yeah. Ranked choice. Ha, have, have y'all been following this story out of the, you know the about the four students in Idaho? Y'all yeah. been following that, right? It's more interesting than the Prince Harry story. Well, the thing in Idaho, what is really interesting that, you know, that came out yesterday was, one, they think they nabbed his DNA off of 23andMe or Ancestry.com. Correct. Okay? Yep. And also, I heard that he had been communicating with the BTK killer in prison. That I guess this guy had been grooming them, but he specifically chose University of Washington and the professor there because she had written a book about the BTK killer. And then this guy had been in communication with him in prison. Well, all right, really- I, I'll bite on that, Debbie. Marginally interesting, but the uh, you know since things evolve, and when I left the U.S. Attorney's Office, I had not seen an investigation performed in this matter, but it it emphasizes another point that i've been trying to make you know these days there's really no need for a crime to go unsolved right what if they want to find you they will and if they wanted to find all those people and prosecute them who rioted in seattle and portland they would have they did want to find the january 6 martyrs and they found them right and so what's happening here is they what they do they go in you've got just a room full of blood and usually what happens and what apparently did happen is dude cut himself while cutting on others but you've got all this commingled blood so you start out by identifying the uh, dna of the deceased you eliminate that you know that's not a suspect so then you 
get any DNA out of the blood that is not the blood of the deceased. And that's where you start looking. And in this case, many people these days are submitting their DNA to Ancestry.com, right, 23andMe, right. or whatever. Right. And, now, it, I'm wondering are, if that's given permission when you sign up that it can be shared with authorities. Because uh, uh, they, the they get court orders. Shucks, that's no problem. Just but, like yeah. doing well, the most important they the, get a court order. The most important yeah. thing that I wanted to mention about this right, with the Hidekoe killer was. Let me the, finish on how this works, Debbie. And okay. so, so they they turn to Ancestry.com or Twenty uh, Three and Me or wherever these places where people go get themselves tested to find out if they, you know, came from Germany or have part French blood, part Spanish blood, whatever. Right. And. Uh, so those huge databases are there. Mr. York, you're exactly right. They they can get a court order to get access to them, and uh, that way they are solving crimes, and they solve this crime. But I, I think the broader point here is that the police can solve almost any crime now. Right. Well, what I was about to say... It's whether or not they want to. And the most important part to me... That comes back to our original conversation and what you were talking about January 6th is they really nabbed this guy because they looked at his cell phone pings just like they did in 2000 mules, just like they did for January 6th. Now, that's that's fairly old technology. But this this guy is, from what they're saying, from the cell phone pings, you know, they were able to say that he was nearby, right? Right. But that he had stalked them, he had stalked these kids for weeks. He was in that area stalking these kids. But the technology is there, and that is why I think it's important to give credence or a little bit of credibility to the movie 2,000 Mules. I think it's important. Well, that's a point. Um, well, they got another one they're going to have to solve in Utah. They had a whole family of five or six uh, they found dead yesterday. Yeah. I mean, these crimes are sensational. And, and again, you know, the... Like the one that we're talking about here. This one was in what Idaho. When, it was in Idaho, but it was like ten miles from the Washington yeah, state I mean, line. I, I just cringe though when you know a good-looking white girl gets murdered or something happens to her. It's just all over the news for weeks, right? And you know, uh, a white boy, a black boy, or even maybe a black girl. You know, you, you just don't see it in the headlines. Well, much. Yeah. If you heard on Fox, there's many more fatalities in minority communities, Latino, African American, whatever, that never go covered at all, uh, and, and, and are still pending. Delk, like you say, uh, they can find them if they want to, but a lot of these cases are still pending. Unfortunately, I think there's some truth to that, Mr. Yes, Gold. I agree. Well, if, if you listen to Fox News this morning before our show, uh, they were talking about that a family of eight, including five children, were found shot to death in southwest Utah. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's what I was talking, talking about, about Clayton. I didn't know it was that many. I thought it was six. But they're not know. looking for a suspect. Translation, the Somebody. suspect is one of the deceased. Yeah. Well, All right. Uh you know, and I want to go back to what we were talking about, what's going on in Congress. And this fellow who got 20 votes in the last round, what's his name? Doyle? Boyle? Uh, it's uh, uh, Donald. Donald. Byron Donald. Byron Donald. Byron. Impressive guy. Di- I saw I saw Andy Ogles putting his arm around, hugging him, and he barely wanted to shake my hand when he was campaigning. I'm, I'm wondering, what's that about? I don't know. Well, obviously, sure. it wasn't about anything other than your party, Jim. Because, oh, man. Yeah, I guess he, I guess he knew. I had nothing else to do except your, your party. 
All right, Donald, what Donald? Byron Donald. Byron Donald. From Florida, near, I think he's from uh, the he's, Naples he's from area. And he's a black congressman. Yes. And I think this was the first time an African-American was, uh, uh, was uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Nominated. Nominated for the, uh, for the seat, speaker seat. Well, the seat. Democrats have a black congressman that is the speaker of the House. Well, that's true. Uh, but you all need to catch up, Debbie. Well, we nominated the guy. We just got to get him elected now. <laughs> He's and, talking about uh, Jeffries. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that. Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem uh-huh. Jeffries is is now the. the What's party. funny is to watch it, and it's like on the fifth, sixth vote, and they're trying to keep the same momentum up. Hey, we're going to nominate this guy. Yeah, you know, it's hard to keep well, that up. Corey Bush, a Republican congressman from Missouri. Mm-hmm. Criticizing uh, Byron, Byron Donalds. Byron Donalds. It's a hard name. Said that. Said that he's uh, a white supremacist. Yep. What? I don't know about a white supremacist, but he's being used in this in this peg of of, of venture that the Republicans got going on. I think he's being used. They nominated Jim Jordan. Obama too. got elected. The first thing they did was make Michael Steele the chairman of RNC. You don't think <laughs> well, Michael Steele deserves that? It's a bad pattern, Dell. Well, Ms. but York, it's good. It's good for Byron. It's good for whoever, you know, Ms. York, for the, them. The center of your party, uh, you know, the majority, the the dead middle of your party nationwide, considers me to be a white supremacist because I'm a Republican. There's how can we compromise there? Well, all Republicans aren't white supremacists. I don't believe that. But a you're lot the of only them Democrat are. I know who's saying that these days. Yeah. Well, no, there's many Democrats that that have similar views. They realize there's some some good people sometime, but you got to look for them deep and long. <laughs> oh should we go? Over, should we go over that list of the? Oh, you know, that I was talking about sure. during the break. I mean, do good it. great yeah, for Democrats it. have been involved in over the years. Yeah. I mean, well, the hypocrisy is just so rich. I know, it's unbelievable. in every way. Well, absolutely. You know, it, if if all you're going to do is call me a white supremacist, then that goes back to our conversation started today. There's no compromise. Well, it's it's to demean you and to um, or to basically say yeah, anything I mean, you say is not important. Call me, you don't have a voice. Call me a com- white yeah. supremacist, and you know, conversation's over. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm gonna say this, Dell. Old cliche: If it looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. It is a duck. There you go. You deny, but then you say yes. Uh, that's so those coming people from out the. That have those tendencies? They act. They, they you can see them thirty miles away. You know, I, I taught diversity classes, and I know everyone in the class had some views that were born in that far realm of supremacy that they cherish. So, Jim, can, can do you, you not think that you're on a far realm, Jim? You don't think that you're way out there. I'm moderate. I'm a moderate Democrat. Yeah, that's what you think. That's what I know. That's what I've lived all my life. I'm not extreme. I'm moderate. I, you know, so you t- say that. I've, I've, but but I, I'm I'm so universal. It confuses a lot of you Republicans. No, See, y'all think I'm extreme. I, I just don't <laughs> say. I, if you if you look at the view from where you are, you are on the extreme right. If I pull up a video of your, of Schumer no. or Clinton talking about the border in the nineties, they look like 
conservative Republicans today, yeah, and you are true. so far off from even that of the 90s, Jim, the middle for the Democratic Party is now a, a, a full-blown Marxism. I mean, I can't even. Well, get it's really to not even. It's not Marxism. It's, Deb, a, Deb, it's, it's like anarchy. looking at a tree. It is anarchy. The, if you're standing up under a tree, you can't see the top. Get back about 200, 300, 400 yards. You Mr. can see Mr. the Yard, top of the tree. Yes, That's Yard. your problem. You're so extreme, you look at everything far, far away. Well, Mr. Jim, York, I don't Mr. consider whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Mr. York has. Mr. York has. Uh, we've played this game many times. There's no sense playing it again. I offer hypothetical compromises to you, and not only and not only have you rejected everyone, you don't make a counteroffer. You don't say okay, but Del, Delk. You ought to know from negotiating. You got to start from the end, working toward the middle. Well, but you, you can't never start even, from the middle where you want to be, and then tell me to compromise. You already got what you you've want. You've never even made a counteroffer. Let's let's work from the fringes to you, the middle, Miss York. You've never said, "Well, Delk, I can't do that, but maybe I could do this." Let's talk. You've never done that. What, what well, would that be? Delk, I'm not going to call you a racist. Want. I'm just going to call you white privileged. Is that the compromise we're looking at right now? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Is that if, if he would do that? And, and, folks, I hate to say it. I think, you know, Clayton, Debbie, we've been called white. What What is it? Fringes of white supremacy I don't even, yeah, or something? Yeah. You know, you know that's I, not the way to make friends. I mean, it, well. Democrats killed Lincoln, well, they killed make... JFK, and they killed MLK. Right. Democrats did that. That's a fact, Mr. York. Fact. Well, you don't know who killed MLK. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. There's... No, no, no. That's a fact. That's a fact. No, they were nobody's, all nobody's who, who owned slaves. Who owned slaves? Who owned slaves, Mr. York? Democrats owned Democrats owned slaves, Mr. York. Who created Democrats owned slaves? Right. You know, KKK was created slaves. by the Democrats, Mr. York. Democrats. Yeah, and most of the founding fathers owned slaves, didn't they? Yep. And then I think most yeah. of them But that, is a, that, that doesn't, that doesn't change the fact. Was about to start. The Democrats turned to Republicans, and the Republicans turned to, to the Democrat position. Well, J- Jim Crow was brought forth by Democrats, these, Mr. York. These historic... Yeah, yeah, it was the Dixiecrats. Yeah, they, they didn't want well, integration, so they jumped ship. These historic And they positions. went to the Republican Party. These historic positions of the and Democrats... The Democrats embraced it. These historic positions of the Democratic Party are historic, just what they are, historic positions, and the parties, both parties are much different than they are, uh, than they were 100 years ago, or even 50 years ago, or even 20 yeah, years I, I ago. But I can that. guarantee you one thing, though, Delk, if a Republican had killed Lincoln, or a Republican had killed Martin Luther King, Mr. York would be telling us that every day, and reminding well, us that it was a Republican. But what is what? true, what is a reality in the here and now, is that Democrats say that if you're a white guy who voted for Trump, you're a white supremacist. Yep. And that's real, and that's here, and that's the position of the Democratic Party. And we got nothing I'll to talk there's about. A, I'll say there's 30% of, the, of that population that voted for Trump <laughs> are in that category. Hey, Jim, I appreciate 30%. you. We got I appreciate you a break. I appreciate you quoting. I appreciate you quoting Art of the Deal there, Jim. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Let's talk custom design jewelry. Did you know Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia creates custom design jewelry and has been for over 30 years? From one-of-a-kind engagement rings to wedding bands and so much more. We want each piece to be as unique as you are and create a family heirloom for tomorrow. Call today and make an appointment with one of our designers. And just for calling, you will receive a free 30-minute consultation. Tillis Jewelry, creating custom jewelry proudly in Tennessee. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the happy face truck today. Do you want your business advertising to reach more listeners? Not sure how? At Front Porch Radio, we want you to reach more listeners than ever before. Let people know what you do and where to reach you, right here on Front Porch Radio. It's fast, fun, and easy to get started growing your business today. Contact James Dickinson at 931-446-2028. That's 931-446-2028. Front Porch Radio, we can make your dreams come true. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
should always find You gotta saddle up your boys You gotta draw a hard line When the gun smoke settles We'll sing a victory tune And we'll all meet back At the local saloon We'll raise up our glasses Against evil forces Singing whiskey for my men Beer for my horses all right, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. This is it for us this week. We will be back next week tomorrow inside Middle Tennessee with Jim Ross. You can Twitter all of us at 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 <laughs> tweet. You can tweet us. You can tweet us. Tweet. Okay, tweet us at uh, at WKOM WKRM, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How's it going, Doug? Good morning. Good morning. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, crew. Good morning, whole world. There we go. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you doing? Good morning. All right. Uh, we are in this world where, and I want to talk about something that's been on my mind. I've been reading uh, quite a bit about it lately, and I think uh, the conversations we've had earlier in this program uh were uh, a good segue to what I'm going to bring up. It's called devolution. And many people are unaware of the uh, the country of Scotland uh, experiencing devolution. And the Scots are an independent bunch. Now, they're still a part of the U.K., the United Kingdom. But they, over the years, they've got a strong independent streak. And the United Kingdom has granted them the right to have their own parliament, their own prime minister, to set their own tax rates, uh, to build roads, schools, whatever, are decided upon by the Scottish people in the Scottish Parliament. I'm not sure exactly how it all works, but I think the UK, primarily their function is to provide for defense for the entire United Kingdom. Scotland has devolved over a couple of hundred year period to home rule. Uh, they voted on this. They were allowed to vote on it by the English Parliament. They rejected outright independence, so they wanted to remain a part of the UK with home rule. Uh, and it's becoming increasing, increasingly apparent, exhibit our discussions earlier today, that we've got sections of this country that just can't live with each other anymore and uh can't share a uh, common political goal can't can't um, can't can't perform can't join together to reasonably talk out even a basic social compact in these areas you know tennessee would be one of them uh other states would be part of it parts of other states like eastern oregon uh would would be part uh, western Colorado, southern Illinois. Uh, these folks are basically occupied territories now, and they feel it and they hate it. And the Eastern Oregon, they did vote to secede from Oregon, and uh, of course they're not going to get there. But what's holding know. that up, Del? Do you know? I mean, the, well, if they voted, they has to go through their state house, has to go through the. That has to go through the federal government? Or got, yeah, it's got to go to the U.S. House. But because be, the states have divided before. I mean, they've divided well, before the, over. The both, they they want to join um, Idaho, I think, yes. correct, to their west. Yes. To their east. And, uh, of course, uh, 
Oregon would have to agree to it. Iowa would have to agree to it, and so the United States Congress. Now, Scottish people did, though, without force of arms. Don't but believe you me. The British Parliament did not want to do this. You know, they resisted fiercely, but without force of arms, uh, the Scottish people were able to uh, uh, compel the British Parliament to allow them to have a vote on whether or not they wanted home rule, which they voted for, and to have a vote as to whether or not they wanted outright independence, which they rejected. Uh, you know, so they basically became they're a state. Like just a ter- they almost synonymous to a territory of Puerto Rico. They they govern themselves, yeah. But the the UK allowed them to do that. Well, so it's, well, it's no, it's not breaking away from UK altogether, like you're talking about. No, some of these I'm terrorists. not talking about that, Mr. York. They rejected breaking away altogether. They they voted to remain a part of the United Kingdom. Understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that's the same thing states that, that you might think want to break away in this country. They're going to try to maintain the benefits of both the uh, regions. Well, I, you know, what's the matter with Tennessee being given home rule? Because they can't take care of themselves now. <laughs> well, why don't you move <laughs> you, some... You're talking about squalor and poverty. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Mr. York, why don't you move to one of these places that you think is so great, like California or Massachusetts? Well, I don't want to move to California. You don't want to pay the taxes there. I'm, I'm just saying, you you have these grandiose ideas about separation because nobody wants to live by the Constitution that you're under, and now all of a sudden the big idea is let's split up, let's let's go separate ways. That's well, not even feasible. You know, there are two there are two lies there, and I hate to use that word. Everybody does these days. So, once of all, one is that you say that I want to go our separate ways. And the other is, you say that I don't want to live under the Constitution. I hadn't said that, Mr. York. Okay, I, I, I apologize. I, I misunderstood. Well, I'm not asking for an apology. I just let's that, have, that, that, let's that have some inference. Un- that was an inference. I, I took as meaning that you immediately jumped to some left wing conclusions about mm-hmm. what I was saying when I wasn't saying them. Okay. And, so and, the uh, question is: Is are you truly free if you cannot leave? And that is the question. If yep. we are truly based as a freedom country, are you free if you cannot leave? But, let, but let's, let's look at the Scottish model. Uh, first of all, it took them about 100 years. And sec- <laughs> second of all, they, they did manage to apply enough pressure to a, the British Parliament, who definitely did not want to give in to their demands. But they managed to apply enough pressure where they got a right to vote. And they had two different things that they could vote up or down. One would be to remain a part of the United Kingdom, uh, but with home rule, their own parliament, their own prime minister, make their own laws, set their own tax rates. And the other, would be, the other which they rejected was to separate, secede completely from the United Kingdom. They voted to remain a part of the United Kingdom. You know, this was not an easy process. It will not be an easy process for us. Uh, and just a few people yelling about it is not going to make it happen. Uh, it would it would take, you know, the legislature of the state of Tennessee first voting on it, maybe the people of the state of Tennessee. But enough pressure could eventually be brought to bear. And it, may, it won't be easy 
That, do you think this will ever happen, Dell, in this in these United States, the fifty United States? Do you think that there will be a time when they will succeed from the United States? Do well, you again, ever I'm not talking about succession. I'm talking about home rule. That's there's a well, you got states' rights. You got a well, states' rights have, have evaporated. I mean, would would Scotland technically be as our state legislature, our governor? They've basically become a state of the UK with governance, but the their federal government with with the well, United I mean, Kingdom handling. Security. I mean, that was the look, idea. Look at, of, look at Florida. Ron DeSantis has passed so many crazy laws down there. He's got truly states' rights. And the federal government's not doing anything about the crazy stuff he's doing down there, just like Lee's doing the same thing here. Well, Miss York, that, of course, that's part of the debate. I mean, yes, Debbie, the state, federalism was designed to address that problem, yeah. uh, but federalism's lost. I mean, we don't we don't have any control over anything anymore. Right. Uh, well, because they fund every, they fund things and then threaten to take your money away, and you've got to just. <laughs> this is a big thing with education right now. If you do, if you take money from the federal government, then the schools have to comply with absolutely everything they want, and that's the bathroom situation. It's everything. So, you know, can Tennessee get rich enough to say we don't need federal money? We're going to make our own way. And well, that's, there, there are a lot of other things. That, Debbie, you ought to know how I feel about schools since I went to a separate and unequal school. I could tell you a history about that. Well, well Jim, and, you're, and you're right on. You're I'm right on. Back to that. Well, I, I resent your implication that you think that we're in favor of that. Right. Uh, the, um, you know, I've never been. There, there's several things where we've basically lost our sovereignty as a state. Uh, first of all, the the founders never intended, for instance, that the uh, well, even the first, second, fourth, fifth, and sixth or Eighth Amendments applied uh, to states. They right. they applied only to actions of the federal government. Right. And uh, But, but Del, that's confusing because all those lawsuits by states against other states about the 2020 election, the Supreme Court kicked them out and say those states had a right to control their elections the way they wanted within their states. So I don't see where you're saying states lost their sovereignty or some of them were losing their sovereignty that was a classic example of well, sovereignty the problem is is if there is a problem election-wide in arizona or georgia then the the sunk nationwide it is affecting and i do believe people had standing for a court case well the, you know and mr york to answer that the position of your party was house bill one pushed by nancy pelosi that almost passed which would have completely federalized uh, all elections and taking all power over elections away from the states. That's what the Democratic Party wants to do, and that's why we just can't live with you anymore. Uh, we need a federal law for for federal elections for elections. That's what we need. One that applies to everybody. Well, but that, it, that's all and well and, and good, but that's another reason we can't live with each other. That's the way it other. ought to be run. And that's another, that's another reason thing that goes to Debbie's point in that we have lost our sovereignty as a state and you want to continue to take it away, Mr. York. And that when there are violations Democrats. to the public, violations to people's individual rights to vote, yes, it needs to be federally controlled. Well, again, that's why well, we can't The federal live. government is batting a thousand in yeah. every way. They're always right, Jim, right? Again, but that's why we can't live with each other. I mean, we need we we need home rule, and we where we don't have we aren't subject to the rule of people like you, a tyranny of a majority, and uh, 
and and it's going to come. And yet, Miss York, it's not going to come in our lifetimes, I don't think, but it's coming. It won't come. It came in Scotland. Too many, comf- too many comfortable people that have plenty of money are making money off the dis- discombobulation of everything in this country. They're not going to destroy a system where their livelihood depends on it. You know, you're that's, talking, about the, that's you're maybe, talking about the swamp. Yeah, that may be why we're not there yet, but we're getting close. I mean, I, th- I, I, I believe probably a secession referendum in Tennessee would probably pass right now. Now, it'd be a nullity, but I think it would pass. I don't uh, know. Well, 75% red, you might get that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we can't we're get kind of, closed primaries in yeah, Tennessee. And, I don't see and, a And let me go back and finish coming. my point, folks. I mean, first of all, you, you're asking why the state concept of a state doesn't work. Well, we've lost our independence. We've lost our – and it happened uh, It happened in a, in a – two key periods of time right after the civil war uh the first second fourth fifth sixth seventh fifth and eighth amendments were uh applied to the states states could do they they were perfectly free to pass and enforce their own amendments which most of them did have free speech amendments procedural amendments that kind of thing um in their own constitutions but federal law and, and freedom of speech only meant that the federal government could not do something to abridge free speech. Uh, that, that, that fundamentally changed the relationship between the, the states and the federal government. And then at around the turn of the century, the turn of the last century, you had two amendments, the 15th and the 16th. One of them was the income tax, which was specifically prohibited by the original Constitution. It was a damn good idea. And then the other was the direct election of senators. Prior to that, none of the original constitutions, U.S. senators were elected by the various legislators. That's right. And if, so they, if that were still the case, uh, how the landscape would be in the United States would be very different today. We need to get back. The major problem people are disgruntled is because the federal government asked for to treat their citizens, every citizen, exactly the same and don't make preferences. 